Tonight, the Kauai Disappointment Podcast proudly presents the first annual Kauai Awards. The Kauai Awards are here to celebrate excellence in the Kauai Disappointment Podcast and honor the anime that we have watched this year. All awards will be specific to the anime that have been watched this year and not specific to the year in which the awards take place. We hope you enjoy the awards show, or as we like to call it, a glorified clip show. Thank you for tuning in, and without further ado, the Kauai's. everyone welcome to the first annual kawaii's with me your host producer and well uh award show host for the first time pj and allow me to introduce to you all my lovely co-hosts for the evening you know them you love them they're the co-hosts of the quiet disappointment podcast as well as the kawaii awards we have our favorite gay who's here to stay casey Hi, I love awards, because gay. <laughs> and we have the anime queen, who's not that mean, Skylar. Hi, ooh-woo. Ooh-woo, indeed. Today, we are here to present to you all the most self-serving award show ever, which is saying a lot, because most award shows are self-serving, the Kawaii's, where we celebrate excellence in podcasting, but specifically our podcast, because what's more excellent than our podcast? Nothing. Nothing is more excellent. Don't you forget that, listeners. <laughs> All right, so we put out the call maybe two weeks ago that we were going to be doing this episode and kind of asked you, our listeners, to give us your favorite moments from the podcast, whether they be, be the best ads we did, the most cancelable moments, other examples that we put out. And you guys responded, and it's it was super fun to go through what you guys thought were our best moments. And it was especially fun to go through what Casey and Skylar and I thought were our best moments because we didn't like collaborate on it. And Casey and Skylar don't actually know who the winners are for these awards because I compiled our fan answers as well as their answers and put everything together and came up with who the winners would be based on majority vote. Um, I heard those votes aren't real. Were they mail-in votes? <laughs> oh, no. They were <laughs> tweet-in votes. They were tweet-in votes. Oh, they're... Ca- you know what? Stop the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, so we have quite a few categories to get through and we actually have a honorary award to give this year as well, which Casey and Skylar are aware of and we're excited to announce every year we will be giving a special award to honor those who may not be ingrained in the anime community but are pivotal to at least our version of the anime community and we're excited to tell you who will win that award for us this year so stay stay tuned are you guys excited to to find out who the winners are so excited i'm so ready to fight people i've never been more excited for an award show finally a, a chance for us to make award shows gayer watch out tonys we're coming for your gig yeah Tony's Deli. Tony's. That's who you're talking about, right? No, I'm actually talking about. And their annual sub awards. <laughs> Tony's Frozen Pizzas, the cheap pizza from the grocery store. We're coming for their gig. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? Yeah. I was going to say, but if Tony's Deli would like to sponsor us, we love oh, yeah. your sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tony's Deli. If Tony's Deli wants to sponsor us, we'll change the name of this awards to Tony's Deli Awards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the to- we'll do like you know how like uh, some awards show have like sponsored awards like it's like the Zales True Diamond Award or some <laughs> something like that. Yes. Uh, we'll do like the Tonys. Uh, I actually just tweeted this morning, um, which gives everyone a hint as to when this was recorded. A like a picture of a sandwich from anime, and I just tweeted sandwiches in anime. Name a better combo. <laughs> so Tonys, I'm already doing the groundwork for our partnership. The Tonys Sandwich Combo Award. <laughs> I'm PJ. I'm so cool with my twitters i am cool with my twitters grandma get out of here (laughs) 
So let's, yeah, let's just jump into the awards. Are you guys ready? I'm excited. All right. So our first award is going to be for best stinger. So the stingers are the things we do at the very top of the episode where we kind of give you a quick rundown of what to expect from the anime in the most succinct way possible. And we had actually quite a few submissions for this. I'm assuming because it's the very top of the episode, you know, it's the easiest thing to listen to clips for. Uh, But we did have one clear winner by the end with overwhelming majority of votes, which made me happy. It's a stinger from our ghost stories episode. The Kawaii Disappointment. Gang faces the most terrifying monster in all of anime. Edgy early 2000s comedy. <laughs> we had Casey watch ghost stories, and we're here to answer the question Was it a kawaii disappointment? <laughs> excited that it won that was actually i think the singer i've put the most amount of work into congratulations pj that was an excellent excellent stinger it stung me it stung like my little, little heart scorpion. little sexy little sexy scorpion sting. fun ooh, fact ooh. i'm terrified of scorpions <laughs> because of robin williams fun fa- robin williams fun fact everyone's scared of scorpions Not true. because of scorpions <laughs> Who? I'm scared. The of scorpion from Spider-Man. Scorpion no, the scorpion from the Mummy. Oh, we went to boys. So this is actually an award, not for the best singer, but like for the <laughs> best scorpion singer. <laughs> <laughs> the best scorpion singer goes to The Rock oh. in the scorpion, scorpion King. King. He deserves it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, exciting, exciting. Well, let's move on to our next category. Our next category is for best introduction. So the best introduction is where we introduce ourselves to, you know, the listeners that are listening for the first time, as well as those of you that might have forgotten. But specifically, we also like to add a little bit of flavor specific to the episode. So it gives you a little add bit a of a little taste. bit of spice. This was, I'd like to say surprising for me the winner of this not because i don't think it deserved to win but because it's from one of our most recent episodes so clearly people were very about it for it to get such a coveted award so early on in its runtime it was from our kaguya-sama love is war episode host producer weave of all trades and your depressed gamer friend and treasure pj and it's me your borderline yandere vice president skylar and with us, as always, is our brand new student council member, unsure us why there's so much tension in the room, Casey. And I'm the sweet baby angel who created the Leo Tolstoy-Ashley Simpson hybrid, War and Pieces of Me, Casey. I feel like Casey's really the winner in this, uh, oh, uh, it was of really this kawaii. I, I feel so honored to share this with my teammates. I also wanted to give a shout out to Ashley Simpson. They wronged you for that lip syncing, girl. You keep on <laughs> lip syncing. You do yes. you. Ashley I Simpson, support you. keep putting in the bare minimum of work. We thank you. <laughs> That's what all of like chapters 14 through 18 of War and Pieces of Me is about. It's about how to actively jig your way out of a bad situation. <laughs> I've tried to jig my way out of a couple bad situations and I've it's never worked. I've successfully done it. <laughs> I believe, I believe it. Yeah. Out of the three of us, yeah. Skylar's got a high charisma role. <laughs> Skylar's got a high oh, cuteness a bit, uh, aptitude, and she plays on it with her jigs. <laughs> <laughs> so the next award is going to go to the best prediction done by Casey. At the beginning of every segment, before we actually go to watch the episodes, we have Casey give us a prediction about what he thinks the anime is going to be about. Sometimes they are good. Most of the times he has no idea what the anime is going to be about, and he comes up with some of the wildest predictions. Uh, and honestly, it's quite a delight to see where his brain goes with such little information. And honestly, I would watch some of the animes that he has predicted. 
Honestly, <laughs> anime producers, uh, hit us up. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm represented by the PJ and Skylar Talent Agency, so hit me up. <laughs> I'm looking for a writing contract. Um, uh, well, if you want nice uh, to sweater. hear what the fan favorite of those ideas was, here is the award for Casey's best prediction. That is from our Demon Slayer episode where Casey predicted it would be 90s gay X-Men. It's basically Japanese X-Men who are avenging the souls of probably other kids that have been like, I don't know, kidnapped. Maybe um, I'm sensing some queer energy happening there. Which one are you (laughs) sensing queer energy from? I'm not gonna lie to you, PJ. I'm actually sensing queer energy from all of the people. (laughs) I support that. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm basically Miss Cleo at this point with my predictions. Um, I admit, I, you know what? You are Miss Cleo in that she was probably wrong most of the time, but <laughs> people got entertainment out of it, so they were willing to do it regardless. It sounds like I'm the most popular psychic of all time. That um, you're saying. Actually, you're Miss Serena from Teen Witch, and it sounds like you're becoming the most popular girl. Oh, I love that for me. She's so great. I would also happy be being that same actress in Poltergeist. <laughs> but Ugh, then you'd have to her. be in Poltergeist. Come into the lab. So scary. This house is clean. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise, Louise. Um, for the next award, we have one of my favorite categories, which is in honor of our dear friend Casey, uh, who just can't seem to be able to tell anime characters apart, specifically whether they're Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh or not. So this category is honored to the character that we have decided looked most like Yugi throughout our run of the podcast. That award goes to Zenitsu from Demon Slayer. Uh, tell me, what do you think of this blonde kid? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like I said, I, I know I brought up Yu-Gi-Oh! once, but that is definitely... I was just thinking, like, a younger version of, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh! main character. What's his name? Oh, Yugi? Yami? <laughs> That's Yugi before he got his roots done. Oh. That's Yugi before he became O? And I'd like to give a special shout out to Casey for a keeping that bit going for as long as it has gone, and Skylar for coming up with the amazing joke of uh, Yugi before he became O. <laughs> Can we talk about how hilarious it is that I didn't like? I was like, "What's the main character of Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> Yugi?" <laughs> like dumb <laughs> oh my gosh Skylar hilarious uh, uh, truly a gem of this this uh this we're podcast. both winners Casey we oh. had quite a few honestly uh quite a few moments of Casey uh saying characters look like Yugi I even made a meme about it which you can find on our Instagram and on our Twitter it is hilarious and dangerously accurate <laughs> dangerously <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of characters who Casey can't distinguish based on their hair another trope that Casey really fell into outside of wild anime hairstyles was purple haired anime characters now I would like to clarify when we first taught Casey about purple meaning evil we did tell him it was purple eyes that meant evil but Casey disregarded us wholesale and decided that purple hair was going to be the thing that he latched onto and so we have come to the time where we are going to discuss our favorite purple-haired character. Goes to Rize from Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, there's a purple-haired character. They're going to be evil. She's I scary. love Rize. Good for her. She deserves this. If there's anything you guys can take away from this award show, from this anime uh, podcast, you know, just don't trust purple-haired people. You walk right up to them and you just stare at them and you say, I don't trust you. And then you walk right away. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Me who's dyeing my hair purple later today. Later today, Casey, we've got to find a new place to stay tonight. (laughs) PJ, we can't trust her anymore. 
She was oh, so God. reliable up until this point. In the next two episodes, Skylar isn't there. You know it's why. It's just me with the mustache um, and purple hair. <laughs> yes, hello. I am Skylar. <laughs> I like how it's like, I'm dyeing my hair purple and I'm getting a mustache. You mean not shaving my current uh, mustache. Hey. hey. Well, uh... <laughs> Speaking of uh, getting rid of people from the podcast for uh, innate things, we tend to uh, joke a lot about being canceled in this podcast. You know, it's a it's a fun little bit, and we try to keep it pretty PC, but, you know, there are times where we say things that are hopefully not too offensive, but, you know, we like to let, let the words fly. But we have had one most cancelable moment throughout the year, or... At least that's what I thought when I posed the question on what our most cancelable moment was. But uh, I'll tell you what our fans picked as our most cancelable moment. So the award goes to the entirety of our Ghost Stories episode. Hey kids, don't forget to pay your child support. I hate when people talk to me about their kids. Hi, I'm PJ, and I'm here to talk to you about racism in your community. I mean, this has been part of the Republican agenda for a long time, so... Trump was like, this anime has the best ideas... I was gonna say there's a lot of like bad stereotypes but wow apparently kawaii disappointment is an anti-rabbit podcast i can't stand when people talk to me when like it's a business transaction just do i'm not looking for a relationship there like no it is done oh my gosh <laughs> you know what's funny i was like wow he compiled the clips from this whole <laughs> This whole podcast, and I was like, "Oh, it's one episode. <laughs> no, it's one episode." Because I mean, to be fair, that entire episode, we were like, "This is the most offensive, problematic, like show, and it's gonna be a cancelable episode." It's one of our few non-censored episodes. It is fully explicit, and there's a reason for it. <laughs> I look forward to many more explicit episodes in the future, and I really do believe we can finally get canceled, you guys. <laughs> You know, I just, at this point, I'm like, well, maybe if we get canceled hard enough, some people will just start listening to us because of that. Jesus. Yes. It's all about the viewership, baby. So if all of you that are listening are willing to stick with us through that cancellation, the community's just going to grow. <laughs> exactly. We're going to get a different audience than we ever thought we would get. <laughs> people just start hate listening to us. <laughs> you know what? Listeners are listeners. Hey, I know you hate us, but let me tell you about Blue Apron. <laughs> Very <Tony's> much that. <laughs> yes, Tony's Jelly. <laughs> Located specifically in Anaheim. So only those of you in Anaheim, listen up. God, I can go like, for a sandwich. local conspiracy that like Roscoe's and Tony are just the same place? Ooh, that is true. Someone get under, get on that. I do think um, our audience is going to go from like, what well, we thought we were going to get a bunch of weebs, but then after our cancellation, it's basically going to be like the same audience that watches Wendy Williams. It's going to be like, this, <laughs> that's going to be our demographic now. <laughs> God, Wendy Williams is, I mean, I, not to be offensive, so dumb. Oh my gosh. Wait, Skylar, what was the thing we were singing the for New the longest York. time? No um, one opens uh, yeah. the door. <laughs> opens the when door. When you're a New Yorker. For a native oh, yeah, New Yorker. Native New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys and that song have been driving me insane. <laughs> but also, I love it. Uh, but you know what else I love? Speaking of dumb things that I love, Casey. <laughs> yes. You are a gem and a delight. And honestly, one of the smarter and more driven people I've ever met. But mm. you do have some himbo <laughs> moments in you. Oh, I sure do. I sure do. And you've had quite a few throughout the podcast. And it's been a delight every time to hear the things that come out of your mouth. 
but I'd have to say that there is one moment that stands above the rest, and it is this moment from our The Promised Neverland episode, which wins the award of Casey's Most Himbo Moment. I noticed also now you brought up the fact that they're on plates, but like, and I remember I was like, oh, they're like clock plates, but like, they're not clocks. That's tough. It goes up to the number 12, which is the age of the kids. Mm-hmm. Well, you do know that. Well, clocks I mean, do go that's also clocks. <laughs> number well, 12. I mean, yeah. But, but Casey's I mean, like, unlike regular clocks that go up to 13 and a half. <laughs> that's why I'm always 10 minutes late for every recording session. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you notice this, but the clock goes up to 12. <laughs> to denote that. <laughs> I honestly do think that you're right. Like, I think that is a piece of the symbolism. But the way you said it, I will never forget. That'll be burned into my brain for the rest of my life. You guys, I don't know if you notice this, but the clocks, they go to 12. <laughs> Y'all, I, I didn't come here to teach people, but like, I guess, you know, like clocks go to 12. <laughs> so Casey, I, you know what I love so much about this clip? And I say it in it. I think you're right. Right? Like, I think there is a lot of symbolism in that statement, but geez, when you were like, guys, it's not a clock because it only goes up to 12. <laughs> I've never been more blown away by a sentence in my life. <laughs> um, You know what? I just want to say I accept this award on behalf of himbos everywhere. Himbos matter, you guys. All himbos matter. <laughs> the bimbos, the himbos, uh, the theybos. Jimbo the clown. Uh, all the, the bows. They them bows. Exactly. <laughs> they them bows. <laughs> oh my gosh. We matter. And we're, you know what? This podcast, we feel seen. And I am so proud to represent them. Well, you're one of the best representatives they could ask for. And this award is handed to you gracefully and as an honor to the Himbo community at large. <laughs> is the award, does it come with a watch or a clock? <laughs> 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 it comes with a clock that goes we, to 13. We Finally. literally gave It'll you make a sense watch now. for Christmas. We did give you a watch for Christmas. I, and you know what? It was digital, though, so... <laughs> so I wouldn't get confused. <laughs> so you wouldn't get confused. Because, uh, you know, another himbo moment from you. You can... You do struggle to tell the difference between clockwise it's and true. counterclockwise. Oh, man. It's so hard. Which was hard. a close runner-up uh, from our fans. <laughs> Oh my god, it's a miracle I've I've been on time at any point in my life. <laughs> this is normally about the point in the episode where we would take a quick break to go do something, but all we have to do is to do these award shows. But normally during those breaks, we come to you with a fictional ad based in the animated we are watching. Usually uh, written and performed by me, but I have been able to get uh, my lovely co-host to collaborate before. And we have an award for the best ad of the year, which honestly was one of the most voted for sections. I think those ads are a good tentpole for people. So the award for best ad this year goes to Nerve Gear from the SAO episode. Nerve Gear! What are you waiting for? Go wait in line for three weeks and spend all of your money on this system. Nerve Gear! There's no way anything could possibly go wrong. Disclaimer, many things can and will go wrong and most likely are specifically designed to go wrong, which in a way means they went right. So there you go, nothing can go wrong. Nerve Gear! Be like this for poor people! The first ad I was able to record with Casey uh, and the winner of Best Ad. Thank you. Thank you, audience. We appreciate this. Um, I love this. I do have to say, do you think there's anyone who's listened to our podcast who's like, wait, these are fictional ads? (laughs) 
<laughs> I can't buy Wait, nerd gear. About? I can't buy that. <laughs> I would I would be so concerned for them from some of our other ads. Like when we get to like the orphanage ad from the Promise Neverland episode where I'm like, yeah, eat these kids. And they're like, mm, I do want to eat some kids. <laughs> That's oh, why gosh. the podcast appeals we to all, all, all classes. We love all our fans. Oh, high, upper class, lower class, everything. <laughs> exactly. I will say it is it is a real blast every week to come up with new ads to go in our podcast. And originally, these were kind of just a thing we were doing as a like, hey, so people know there will be an ad break here once we eventually get sponsors. But honestly, the more I think about it, I'm like, wow, I really love doing these segments, and I don't, I don't know if we'll That's ever get good. rid of them. I honestly, they're so good. You guys have done so many good ones this was my idea because we didn't have any sponsors it was i credit the idea from skylar i will say yep. i do write produce yeah and direct pj's every one just of the that segments. talented they're always so funny i do not envy that position it was my idea though <laughs> <laughs> bravo to you both and Fantastic casey work. who provided the wonderful uh hair metal nerve gear do you want to Steven do you, Tyler. Do you want to give us a little taste again, Casey, of Nerve Gear? Give the people what they want. You want me to give you a little bit? Nerve Gear! The people, they're screaming. I can hear it all the way from here in the past. <laughs> Someone's screaming. It's the dogs are barking at my. my oh, speaking my of dogs, meal. Casey. So you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. <laughs> no one's going to watch you because <laughs> you're, you're a, dog, a dog. A dog. A dog. A dog. <laughs> Oh god, this isn't this isn't a Teen Witch Awards show. This is the Tony's Deli Teen Witch Awards 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and the Tony's Deli Teen Witch Awards, or as I like to call them, the Kawaii's, uh, would like to present a special honorary award this year. Every year, we are going to take time to honor those not necessarily in the anime community that have left an impact on that community, or at least on our corner of that community. Many people are uh, were considered for this award this year, but only one person truly stood out as the only possible winner for this award, and were honored to be able to present the Kawaii Uwu Legacy Award to Ariana Grande. Oh. I've got seven rings. Oh, thank you. Next, ah, oh, this guy. <laughs> You changed your position. Break up with your boyfriend because I'm bored. I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> uh, break up with your ghoul friend. I'm bored. Oh. Ooh. Well, if all that Ariana Grande talk wasn't enough of a hint, we're watching Ariana Grande the anime. Finally. Uh, amazing work, Ariana. Well-deserved. A legend. A legend in the, in the music world. A legend in personal style. A legend in anime. I think she's got a even bigger career in anime ahead of her and just well done. I, I, I applaud you. I, I stand. We could not be more proud to give her this high, high honor. And no one, I feel, is more deserve, deserving of this award. We constantly reference Ariana Grande. And I mean, her, her music is all very uh, relevant to anime. I mean, God is a Woman is all about Fruits Basket, clearly. You know, uh, honestly, I'd say if you are an avid listener of this podcast or you are soon to be an avid listener of this podcast, you can easily go back and find at least eight different times throughout this podcast history where we devolve into just singing Ariana Grande songs. <laughs> I would just like to say congratulations, Ariana. And I did want to give a special shout out to our runner-up of the Legacy Award, Mr. Sal. 
Salad Fingers. Oh, Salad Fingers, the true icon of horror anime, mm. who was a close uh, close consideration for the Kawaii Uwu Legacy Award. But unfortunately, while he is just a representative in the horror shonen genre, it really came down to Ariana Grande being a representative of the genre of anime as a whole. So once again, Ariana Grande, congratulations on winning the Kawaii Uwu Legacy Award. Uh, your award will be in the mail. Uh, and uh, we hope you uh, send us an acceptance speech. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Congrats, Ariana. You know who loves Ariana Grande? The gays. Oh, we getting gay? Are we going gay? I'd like to talk about a thing we've discussed on this podcast a lot, which is inclusivity of homosexuality in, in anime. And we'd like to celebrate anime that honor uh, and accurately represent gay culture, or at least gay people. So we would like to present the representation in mass media inclusive to numerous gays award or the rimming award if you will oh god to oh, this the... year's gayest anime yuri on ice finally that's what i think and i think you know what i mean by that finally i'm crawling out of this heteronormative world jesus christ <laughs> and i stand by that Good for you, Yuri on Ice. I, I've never felt gayer. Oh, Honestly, gosh. it is uh, one of the most beautiful romances in all of anime. And it definitely benefits from uh, the fact that it is a gay romance. But it also benefits from almost every character in the cast being either gay or queer. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's so beautiful. These animes that we covered, right? Not that they came out this year. Yeah. It's beautiful. The music's beautiful. The heart behind it's beautiful. It's animated so impressively, the way they do it and everything. Truly an icon, and we stand and we love it. Yeah. And I mean, Yuri on Ice, all, truly the only anime that is deserving of uh, this prestigious rimming award. Truly. Truly. Well, Casey, we know how much you love that there was a, ge- a good gay anime on this list. We also know how much you hate things. And one thing you hate mm. more than almost anything is kids. <laughs> yes. So we, in, honor, in honor of that, we've come up with Casey's Most Hated Character Award. And there was honestly a lot of competition because you do hate a lot of anime characters. But there was one clear-cut winner, almost a unanimous vote on this. But that winner is going to be Yuka from Corpse Party. Question. Did you guys know immediately that I would hate Yuka? Yes. You hate yeah. children. It's too much. I feel attacked with it when they're around. So I'm glad we addressed that. Ay, ay, ay. I just let you guys know, I don't just hate her because she's a child. I also don't like Yuka because she talks about herself in the third person. I knew that was going to be a problem. Yeah. As soon as she was like, a lot of kids needs to go. I was like, oh, God, Casey's going to hate this girl. Y- yes. I was like, Yuka wants this. And it's like, who are you? Who are you, little girl? Yuka would like you- to accept this award in Yuka's honor. <laughs> I hope Yuka's been killed by now. <laughs> I can only hope. Yuka was me- killed. We watched her die. Uh, spoilers for Corpse Party. Spoilers. <laughs> but, um,. I, let me just tell you guys, and I don't mean to bring up anything personal, but I recently went on a date um, where in the midst of the date, the handsome young man and I were, um, were just chit-chatting about our future. And he asked me, he's like, you know, do you want kids? I said, no, I, I hate children. I think they're annoying, they're selfish, and they're a waste of time. And at that point, we passionately, passionately made out. Um, <laughs> and um, I guess I have to thank my hatred of children for one thing, right? I will say, Casey, you realize if you raise them right, they won't be that way, correct? But other people are going to mess up my my good work, you know? It's true. 
Uh, and honestly, I don't think a character deserves to be hated more than Yuka because she does constantly refer to herself as a third person. And it's like, you're right, Casey. Who does she think she is? Right. Yuka, that's who she thinks she is. She sucks. I, oh, I, gosh. I, I, her demise, nobody's sad about. I'll I mean, I think her brother never was. never get over the having the pee thing. Oh my God, that was so weird. Oh, okay. I'm done with this section. Let's move on to the big awards of the night, the ones that you all tuned in for. So every episode, we love to talk about the intros and outros of of the anime. You know, obviously in the anime community, anime OPs and anime closings are huge, right? They are a backbone of the community. And we'd like to honor some of the best ones we heard this year with our best anime OP award, which this year goes to, um, and honestly, if you've been watching anime at all this year, this shouldn't be a surprise, our best intro award goes to Gurenge by Lisa from Demon Slayer. No one else deserves this spot except for the <laughs> I just have to three say, other things. I would like to say there was a lot of contention in the voting pool, and there was actually a pretty clear divisive split, even between my two co-hosts and even within the fan base of our podcast. There was almost like a 50-50 split between Gurenge by Lisa and uh, History Makers by Dean Fujioka. There was a narrow margin of victory for Gurenge, but... Uh, I think it deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said I was firmly behind History Makers, but like I said, that Demon Slayer opening does hit hard. It is a great, great like intro. You know, I it gets it. you so hype, it gets you so ready, and honestly, it's just a good jam. Like I, I like listening to anime ops in general, but this is one that I'll put in any playlist. Also, remember, this was my number one listened to song of 2020. Heck yeah, it was. I had to Heck hear yeah. it just as much because of Why that. Why did I say 2020? I meant 2020. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I'm not going to put any respect on that name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, uh, with every anime OP comes an anime closing. And we have an award for the best anime closing, too. And the award goes to Yokan by Heidi from Maid-sama. <laughs> Congrats. Such a good, good outro. Well-deserved. Love the representation here at the uh, first annual Kawaii's for Maid-sama. Fabulous. Honestly, one of the few uh, shoujo anime to get an award this year. Love oh, it. Thank God. <laughs> You're like, Casey's uh, but well-deserved. Love. It's... It's honestly such a good outro. And even outside of the song, the visuals for this outro are really spectacular. Usoi just being sexy in the beginning. Why is he in a jail cell? Who cares? I don't know. He's just hot, hot, hot. Hotty, hotty, hotty. Well, um, speaking of songs in anime, every episode we have America's favorite podcast segment, which is, is there an AMV for that? AMV. Anime music videos. Is there a name for that? 
and every week we have Casey give us an artist and a song and we compare it to the anime to see if there is an AMV that matches up and he's had some amazing guesses and some terrible guesses and we're here to honor both of those so the award for worst AMV guess obviously uh, will go to Casey for guessing that Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen would have an AMV for Sword Art Online so my song and artist choice is Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen (laughs) Yes, obviously cut like a sword. It makes sense. And obviously, it you know, it makes total sense. I'm going to make the bold prediction that this does not exist. Yes, prop maybe. You know, it's not my fault that AMV makers and lesbian Tumblr has no crossover because if lesbian Tumblr and AMV had the crossover, there'd be like 40 of those. I swear. Oh, so gosh. basically, if we do go ahead with the AMV contest... <laughs> If you want to butter Casey up, make a Sword Art Online AMV to Carly Rae Jepsen's Cut to the Feeling. Honestly, it would be uh, bonus brownie points for some of the main judges. <laughs> I was like, everyone here. But honestly, again, even when you said it, like I was like, I get where you were going with it. And you're after this, you go into like a two minute long explanation as to why it makes sense. But unfortunately, <laughs> even with all of that... It has won the award for worst AMV guess, according to our fans. Yeah, I, you know, one thing I've learned about AMVs, like truly over this podcast, I think I've talked to you and talked about it most recently. I realized that like there is not a lot of crossover between internet culture and AMV culture. <laughs> it is like two different things, and uh, that is going to yeah. shape my shape my choices in the future. I do think I will in the future commit to making more AMV guesses. With our legacy award winner, Ariana Grande. I feel like you've learned nothing. (laughs) Uh, But it's not always a bad prediction. Sometimes your predictions are spot on. And honestly, there was a pretty definitive winner for your best guess as to what AMV would exist. And that award goes to when you predicted that The Promised Neverland would have an AMV to In the End by Linkin Park. I thought Linkin Park can only capture the raw emotion I feel watching this anime. I was tempted to go with numb, but I'm thinking the end. I'm feeling good about my choice, you guys. I think you should be. This sounds this sounds like a good choice. Now, I oh will clarify, gosh. you did say the end, but we'll <laughs> take it anyways. Yeah, you know, I mean. And I remember there being more than 12 AMVs. Oh yeah, one. it was it was not only just an amazing guess, but also had an amazing number of results. So I mean, that was I think the pinnacle of you truly understanding uh, what what music would work in an AMV. Truly, well, and you know what? Like I feel like I'm still navigating those waters. Yeah, I'm I'm really proud. You know what? This awards for you, Chester. This Aww, is for you, R. Chester. Truly, truly rest in peace. Well, that's that note aside. Let's move on to our final three awards. To kick us off on those awards, we're going to start with one of the most hotly contested awards in this category, which was what was the biggest Kawaii disappointment of the anime? Now, obviously, our name is Kawaii Disappointment, and the goal there is uh, obviously the word, the play on words from Kawaii Desu and Disappointment. Uh, if you couldn't pick up on that, but more so. Oh, that's what I mean? Oh, finally. Never (laughs) knew. But even more so, it is about what does Casey find to be a quiet disappointment? What 
anime just doesn't hit right with him and we actually had some contention in this but i think based on what he said on the podcast this is what casey found to be the most disappointing anime and that award for the biggest quiet disappointment of the year goes to ancient magus bride no i will not and i feel like i haven't said that in a while you know what and like i said i mean maybe it gets better but it just maybe the pacing is too slow for me maybe it's a style but i'm just like not here for i'm just like make me care i don't care yet and i still don't care care. <laughs> and I still don't care, and I never uh, will care, and I never liked you, and I never Daddy be with didn't you. care. Yeah. Take I was me th- to the fair. <laughs> I was thinking of that Austin Powers Gold Member song. Um, no, yeah, that it's just that such was biting such a, words when you're like, I do, uh, make me care, and I don't care. Like, oof, those those a dig. That that is why it's the worst. Congratulations, Ancient Magus Bride. You suck, and I hate you. Have a great day. <laughs> I will clarify for our fans and listeners that Skylar and I do enjoy Ancient Magus Bride. I love it. But uh, the award is for what was the biggest quiet disappointment for Casey. And unfortunately, Ancient Magus Bride is our winner slash loser, depending on how you look at it. And you know what's not much better? The Ancient Maga Bride. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I would say that's worse. (laughs) I would agree. I would agree. It's just an anime about Melania Trump. (laughs) But it's not all negative on this podcast. Casey ends up liking the animes more often than not. Uh, whether he chooses to keep watching them or not is a different story. But we obviously asked the fans, what do they feel was not only the best anime we watched, but do they feel Casey enjoyed the most? And the award for that this year was My Hero Academia. I don't know if it's where I am personally in my life or something like that, but this is such a good... I could see why it's so hyped. It's so good. Like... Just the diversity of characters, the diversity of powers. Um, And one thing I was going to say earlier when you were asking me, like, kind of what I had saw about the series that really stood out to me, is that, like, it really, from what it seems like, it seems like it's not like a villain of the week type series. You know what I mean? It seems like, no, we're going to take the time to tell the story about why this villain is so dangerous. Uh, You know, their backstory, their connection. Like, it's just much more, um, there's so much more detail put Oh, finally, justice is served. This uh, is such a great anime. Um, I really feel like at this anime for me, like I, I felt more like inclined to be more open to, I guess, more open to anime. You know what I mean? Like Demon Slayer was a close second for me. I really enjoyed that. But My Hero Academia, fantastic. I like that girl whose powers is to like control gravity like her. Um, Uraka. Yes, and I like the guy who's in the class who um who like calls up that other kid for talking. Do you remember that? Denny Ida. Yes, love him, love him. And honestly, I may go back and watch this. <laughs> I will uh, preface out, you know, for those of you just tuning in with us, but also to our fans. It's so interesting because we've haven't been a podcast for very long but i feel like our quality has exponentially grown in that time and it is it is not a point of disappointment but it is a point of like you know interest that well some of our favorite episodes are really early on uh but have some of our worst audio quality but uh let us know in the comments if you'd ever like us to revisit those episodes just to get like a a clearer audio perspective on those episodes you're gonna have to transcribe the episodes and we'll just re-record it no i figure we like revisit them and have casey watch a few more episodes hell yeah you know if taylor swift can re-record her music so that she can own her music we can re-record these episodes we're gonna be the taylor swift of anime podcasts you heard it here guys we are the taylor swift and ariana Grande. <laughs> 
Uh, well, with all of that, we have come to the final award of the night. And this is my favorite award because it is the most self-serving of all of the awards, which is what is the best episode of Kawaii Disappointment this year? And we, as hosts, didn't vote on this at all. We left it completely up to the fans to kind of give us their input on what they thought our best episode was this year. And we have a surprise runaway hit because this is our most recent episode, but it got the most votes of anything we did. And that award for best episode of Kawaii Disappointment of 2020 goes to Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Love is war, love is war, love is war. We keep getting better and it shows and like that's why I think this this episode took away uh, the win. So good. Proof that we are getting better and better with each episode and like it, it's got just smoother and fun more fun and uh, gosh it's it's such a that more was such natural. a fun episode. More natural, yeah. It was such a fun, fun episode, and um, I can't wait to see what like the future brings with our episodes. Yeah, I mean, if the final episode of twenty twenty wins the best twenty twenty episode award, like what's what's twenty twenty one gonna bring for us? Mm. I, I, that's the perfect climax at the end for us just to like win it. That episode to win at the end. We love a Cinderella story. Mwah. We love it. We love to see it. It's a runaway hit. Honestly, I love the anime so much. And I'm so happy that it won because I was so afraid Casey wasn't going to like the anime when it's like truly a favorite of mine. So the fact that it won in voting as our best episode and Casey didn't consider it a quiet disappointment wins all around Mm, absolutely Skylar I agree yeah no what an exciting time absolutely oh but with all of that that is uh the final award of the night so I just wanted to take some time to just thank you all for listening uh it's been a fun journey I feel like we keep getting better and I feel like you guys are enjoying it more and more you know we don't have a huge audience but I'd like to thank all 42 of our subscribers for (gasps) 42 uh, for sticking with us for listening to us for interacting with us on social media for making us feel like uh like a real a real podcast you know love you guys yeah you're my favorite you're so hot oh you're all so hot you're you're all so hot all 42 of you the hottest (laughs) and you know uh keep spreading the word about us we'd love for you if you are enjoying the podcast as much as it seems to tell your friends about us tell co-workers about us tell people about us if you think they'd like us you know uh, we're going to keep doing this whether uh, it's just the 42 of you or it's a million of you. And But we'd obviously love to have more people to talk to, interact with, and get more opinions on stuff like this. But with all of that said, uh, again, I can't stress enough how much we appreciate every single one of you. And we hope that your 2021 won't be a kawaii disappointment. But for 2020, that's going to be the end of our show. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. And I love awards. I'm Casey. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year, New Year. Stay safe. Oh, don't forget to give some tongue on that But only New if you kiss. social distance and that person is also social distance and you've been quarantining so you don't get coronavirus from a stranger. What he Casey, said. stop promoting unsafe, problematic behavior. You Please super Please don't go to a party. It <laughs> were in a year. pandemic. Happy New Year. Bye again. <laughs> bye bye. Casey's new most cancelable moment. Here's Odd Lang sign. Bye. bye. <laughs>